everybody, it's your girl, Nikki Washington. Welcome to the last edition of Let Me Find Out, a witty take on life and culture in 20 and 22. <laughs> so yeah, y'all, this is our last episode for the year. If you're just now tuning in for the first time, you late to the party, but that's okay. That's okay, family. You can play catch up. How, you might ask? I'm glad you did. Feel free to check out all the episodes before this. Get caught up to speed. That way, when we launch again next year, you'll be right. You know, all the episodes, kind of like on Netflix. If y'all binge Netflix for a day, you can binge the podcast, your little 10, 15 minute, 30 clips. I know you got it in you. And if you are my day one, my season five Er, thank you for rocking with me all this time. I truly don't take it for granted. Um, everybody, the whole room, feel free to connect with me on social media. It's Nick Washington on most social media outlets with the exception of TikTok. It's Nick Wash. And I believe Twitter, I think it's Nick Washington as well. So feel free to connect with me on all social media outlets. Uh, please, please rate, comment, subscribe, share. Um, these things help us to be found by people who might not find us otherwise. As always, we'd love a five-star, five-star, say that five times fast, five-star rating. However, whatever you rate, we'll appreciate it. We love your transparent truth because it helps us to become better and to grow. So thank you in advance for all that you are going to do by way of Churchy Moment helping us grow. So let's get into it. I know you saw the topic and was like, who you calling a liar? (laughs) First of all, let me give my top of show disclaimer. I have been doing social media for a very long time. And this thing I have found to be true, there will always, and this is for all my content creators, there will always be someone who misinterprets the heart of what you mean. Sometimes it'll even be people you know. Um, And so I I really just want to overstate the fact that we are never, we don't sub anything on this show. We do not uh, come for people's neck. Everything on this show is meant to help and not harm with the love of Christ so that we, and I say we, because the topics are for me as well, can become better. So I just want to uh, make sure that we all set the room because sometimes the enemy tries to use discord to get a little wanky and we ain't doing that over here. No, I'm saying, no, I'm saying. All right, cool. So without further ado, let's get into it. Um, So normally I'll do some, you know, show prep that looks like journaling, it'll look like scripture reference, you know, much like study time as you would if you're teaching or preaching. sometimes lightweight, just kind of, it's not as in-depth. Let me be clear. I ain't doing exhaustive month studies for one podcast, but just generally, um, uh, the Lord, I'll pray about it. I'll say, God, what do you want to talk about this week? Or I'll be like, God, is this a cool topic? What you think it is? You know, I consult God on everything. I know that sounds super deep, but I am very, very aware of the weight of my voice. And I know that it is heavy and heavy. <laughs> Double entendre. Hello. Oh, <laughs> somebody's like Nikki, that's corny. Yes. Yes, I am. But no, in all sincerity, you have to be very self-aware. I understand that one, I have a heavy voice in that just my natural tone is is heavy. But also because of what God has called me to do, I know there is weight to the words that I say. And I know that um, because there's weight to what I say, the enemy would love nothing more than try to mistranslate and cause discord with the words that we use. And I know I'm not the only one. There are a lot of people that you know you're called to be a mouthpiece for God in some capacity, whether it's in a pulpit, whether it's on media, whether it's in a boardroom. And when you speak, there is always going to be opportunity for a discord because the enemy doesn't like that you stand for God and that you're trying to lift the standard. You're trying to live righteous to the best of your ability. He don't like it. So what are you going to do? Try to uh, like muddy up your speech. But, you know, we don't give the devil any play around here because he's a, a chump. So that's what it is. Anyway, without uh, further ado, let's get into the topic because I can go on a rabbit trail. I don't like the devil. So my point is, um, I want to talk about what it looks like uh, when we lie to ourselves. And so normally I will do a bunch of uh, lightweight research. 
um, and then I'll pray about it and then I'll jot down a couple of notes and then we go for it, right? Occasionally, I will cite another source. So with this, I want to cite another source because I realize how I get it might not be how most people get it in this instance. Yes, there are generalizations. However, um, I do believe that, that this article could articulate it to the masses um, in a greater way. So all about help, never to uh, beside myself to where I can't um, uh, bring in outside sources. So this comes from lifehack.org. Um, I don't know about the whole of the website, so let me give that disclaimer. Chew the meat, spit out the bones. This is not a faith-based website that I can tell. However, I think the article is worth uh, talking about nonetheless. And I do believe in giving credit where credit's due because I am a writer and I've had people steal my stuff and I don't like it. <laughs> and you know who you are. <laughs> no, but so, um, yeah, so I just want to share their article and then we'll put some scripture behind it because uh, just because it's not from the Bible doesn't mean there's not biblical principles to be gleaned. And then we'll talk about it, shall we? We shall. So the the article is called Seven Signs You Are Lying to Yourself and You Don't Know It. And again, it's from lifehack.org. So actually, before we get into that, let's put a little scripture reference just to kind of if you need to, if you want to go and um, study later on and read the full context, feel free. We'll talk first about James 1 and 22. And it simply reads, but prove yourselves doers of the word and not just hearers who deceive themselves. Again, that's James 1 and 22. Next, we'll go for, uh, I believe it's Psalms 36 and 2, or Psalm, excuse me, 36 and 2. For it flatters him in his own eyes concerning the discovery of his wrongful deed and the hatred of it. Again, that's Psalm 36 and 2. So feel free to look at the full context in your leisure, but this is in reference to uh, what it means to be self-deceived. So let's get into the article. Again, they're talking about seven signs you are lying to yourself. I firmly believe, y'all, uh, that you cannot grow if you don't know where you are first. You have to be able to locate yourself. Um, I use the analogy often, and I can't remember uh, who the original source was, so forgive me for not citing, but I remember I had to be like maybe 25, and I heard someone say that it's kind of like a map on a mall, or a, a map on a wall in a mall, that you have that you are here sign. And you can't go to where you need to go in the mall until you see where you are on the map. And I think it's the same in life. I was talking to my therapist maybe like two or three weeks ago and decide, bar, I really believe, and I've said this on multiple shows, everyone should have therapy. I don't go to therapy because there's something wrong. I go to therapy because I want to be my healthiest self. And because I have background in counseling, I understand the value and importance of therapy. And so a side note, if you're not going to therapy, uh, I think you're doing yourself a disservice. But that's just my my, my bin, my spin, right? Prayer and therapy. So um, uh, I was talking to my therapist and she she said to me, she was like, Nikki, I really, and this was a new therapist. So I had switched therapists because I just wanted someone who was of color that I felt like could resonate a little bit more. And um, she she said, and, and this was like maybe the second session in, she said, Nikki, I really, um, I don't think that you need me to help you see anything. I think you need me to help you be accountable and that's it. So if you want an accountability partner, I got you. But she's like, you're pretty self-aware. And it wasn't something I didn't know. I've always been very self-aware. I know how to actualize. I've been very blessed to be very good at learning how to sit in the moment. God has gifted me with discernment so I can read a room. I can discern the hearts of men. Like I'm very solid in that regard. Not infallible. No one infallible but the father, huh? But I am solid in that regard. So um, it wasn't a surprise that she said it, but I basically was like, so you saying I need to fire you? Because <laughs> what are we doing? Because I got accountability partners, but um, that's another story for another time. But my point is, 
Um, which side note again, even if you have to switch again, don't just stop going because you feel like you done master therapy. That's not what that means. Anyway. Okay. Now that I went down two rabbit trails, um, uh, I do believe self self actualization will help you get to your destination with more expeditiousness. Um, so that's why I think it's important to have these conversations about signs that you're lying to yourself and don't know it. I think, um, a lot of times people's um, roadblocks or hindrances to their next level are them and them alone. Like a lot of times people preach about their haters, this, but people blacklisting you that locking doors, not, I promise you, if God has something for you, it does not matter who hating and who's not, it does not matter who's gatekeeping. God will remove the gate, the door and the window on your behalf. Do you hear me? It does not matter how popular or unpopular. There are some people that think that they climbed to the top because they shook the right hand and rubbed the right, right elbows. I'm just want to take a moment to encourage you. The Bible talks clearly about promotion being from God, not from the East or the West, but coming from the Lord. If God has something for you and you are walking in the perfect will of God, please trust, know, and understand that it will happen for you void of who does not want it to happen for you. Um, but I believe that a lot of times when God wants something for us, in those moments where it's delayed or hindered, it's because we're not walking in the perfect will of God. Well, what does that look like, Nikki? I'm glad you asked. When you don't know who you are in God, when you don't know what God called you to do, when you don't consult God about his will for your life, I think all those things can cause you to not uh, know yourself and to start lying to yourself because you start taking on identity and occupations and all these things that really have nothing to do with what God's original design is for you. So I just, again, let's hit the, the conversation. I know you're like, could you read the list? I got you. I got you. I just, you know, I had to give out things, right? Um, so let's talk about it. Uh, seven signs you're lying to yourself and you don't know it. So again, this is by lifehack.org. Number one, your emotions don't match your words. And I'll just read a little bit of every paragraph for the sake of time. And it says, have you ever tried to convince yourself that you were not hurt or angry? But your emotions told a different story. You have tears running down your face or streaming out of your um, ears. Even uh, though you say everything is fine, uh, your emotions may uh, catch you off guard. You wonder where I'm sorry. I'm trying to read this with my eyes feeling really tired. (laughs) Your emotions may even catch you off guard. You wonder where did the tears come from or why you're so mad When your emotions do not match how you say you think you feel, there's a good chance that you are lying to yourself. I think if somebody would testify, huh, church? We have all been here, right? Everyone has been in a moment where you're like, I'm good. Nope, I'm fine. Especially women. Nope, I'm I'm, I'm cool. Mm -mm, Nope, I'm good. And you suppress that thing. And it comes from pride or it comes from ego or it comes from pride and ego. It's just there can be a whole hodgepodge of of why you feel the way you feel. And so um, I think that's one thing to be mindful of. Because again, like the article says, um, you are convincing yourself, but if you don't face the truth, how can you feel, um, like how can you allow yourself to feel it and address it is what the article goes on to say. So again, knowing where you are so you can feel it and address it. Um, Check yourself, do some self-regulating. Even self-regulating in the form of stopping and breathing is your body betraying you. There are times where your body will tell you and give you the signals of what's going on before you have a chance to properly articulate it. So making sure that your emotions um, are actually aligned with your word and aligned with what you say you believe. And if they're not, ask yourself why and try to get back to center. Try to face the truth so that you can get back to where you're supposed to be. Number two, your behavior doesn't um, align with your proclamations. 
And so, for example, they give uh, here is this year I'm going to finally um, lose weight or start the business or fall in love. Many people make wishful proclamations such as these every January, but few people actually put forth the, any significant effort. If you're not putting forth actions behind what you say you want, you're probably lying to yourself about what you say you want or how badly you want it. Ultimately, you feel like a failure because you didn't accomplish your goal. In reality, the goal might not be what you really want. It might be what you think you need in order to have something else. That is good. Life hacked out or that thing. Oh, can we run it back one more time? I'm going to read that one more time. In reality, the goal might not be what you really wanted. It may be what you think you need in order to have something else. Listen, you know what? I just feel like that needs a pregnant pause right there. Let me (laughs) self-regulate. That is such a real thing, though. That is such a real thing. Like I I call it uh, giving a left-handed answer for a right-handed response. A lot of times people don't want what they say they want. But you've convinced yourself that that's what you want because that's what's expected of you or that's what's needed. I know some people who are like, I don't really want that job. or I don't really want that relationship. But because it's expected of them, they convince themselves that they want to get married young and have kids or they want to have a, um, a, a sustained career. and They want to be the top of the person. They want to be in this spotlight and that spotlight. And the reality of it is they don't really want that. They were just told because of their calling that that's what it was supposed to look like for them. So I think it's vitally important to make sure you check in with yourself and your identity and your God and say, Hey, okay, this is what I think you have for my life. Does this align with your declaration for my life, with your destiny for my life so that I can proclaim what you've already proclaimed in heaven as it is in heaven. Let it is be, let it be on earth. I was about to say, let it is be (laughs) y'all. Let me give this side note too. It's about one o'clock in the morning. So you're going to hear a whole lot of stuff. Just flow with it, right? We're not trying to be perfect. We're just trying to be purposeful. Next statement. (laughs) Number three, you make extreme statements. And the author goes on to say, you're either paranoid or extreme or both. If you think everyone is out to get you or that you never get any good opportunities, you're lying to yourself. Or you make extreme statements such as there are no good men around. You are committed to one vantage point without a healthy consideration of other possibilities. You avoid rational ideas. You may be hiding behind an insecurity that you have. Could it be that you're afraid of success or falling in love? As long as you believe extreme, irrational thoughts, you don't have to make an effort to put yourself out there. You may feel safe, but you won't achieve what you really want. Consider all possibilities is their answer. Available to you, consider new thoughts. One of the hardest things I think for people to change is their mindset. Those hardwired beliefs, (laughs) y'all. I have seen people lean heavy in a hardwired belief just because they learned it at a young age and it made them feel unsafe or uncomfortable to uproot that hardwired belief. But I think uh, when you're able to really uproot that thing and change the way you think or just be open to different streams of thought, growth is your portion. I fully believe that. So I love that that point. Uh, I think it's a great one. So yeah, number four, you feel inauthentic. So they go on to say people who are lying to themselves sometimes wonder, who am I? You've been inauthentic for so long that you no longer know who you really are or feel comfortable in your own skin. You don't know what you want. You don't know what makes you happy anymore. You laugh even if the joke wasn't funny. You go to places you don't enjoy. You buy things you can't afford. You've lost touch with yourself. So you try to fit in with everyone else. Take note of how you feel throughout the day. What things make you feel alive? What things make you feel inauthentic? 
or uncomfortable with yourself. Follow things that make you feel like you've come alive. Listen, I love this point because I believe wholeheartedly, y'all, in monitoring how you feel when you're speaking to someone, whether it's in text, whether it's vocally, whatever, like really monitoring how you feel when you speak to someone and regulating and saying, okay, how to, and not that people have to make you feel good because it's really on you to do the internal work. But if you monitor how you feel and what piece is disrupted, if piece is disrupted when you're um, connecting with someone, because here's the thing, if you are constantly connecting with someone who disrupts your peace, what will happen is, is you will put on a front like you're cool with it and in turn become your inauthentic self. So I love that point. Really, really, really. Again, this article is really talking about self-awareness at the core. So even though they're giving seven different points, at the core of all of them, at least in my estimation, is really, are you self-aware to regulate yourself, your mind, excuse me, your mind, your body, all of the things. So great point. Number five, you are not open to input from others. I'm going to say that again. You are not open to input from others. And the article goes on to say, often there are times you don't uh, even want to know or accept that you are lying to yourself. You believe that what you believe is the only thing that matters. Listen. Listen, I think when you get to this space, it's a real dangerous space to be. Or when you get to the space, side note, where you will only take um, accountability or input from people uh, that you think are elite. Like if you can only take a correction from someone who is the president of the United States, something's real wrong with that. Or you can only take um, an admonishment or a mirror reflective thought about who you are from someone who you esteem as a great person in your community is something really wrong with that. Humility says whether the janitor tells me I got something in my eye or the bishop tells me I got something in my eye, I still have something in my eye and there's still something to correct. Now, here's the thing. And I think I said this on the last show. That doesn't mean you receive everything from everybody. I am very, very particular about who I let speak into my life. But I have a variety of friends. I have friends who are esteemed. I have friends who no one knows. I have friends who are not saved. I have friends who are saved. Everybody has something to add, but I don't take advice from everybody. I really believe it's important to make sure you measure twice, cut once. You take in advice and then you really digest it and then you move accordingly. So um, I think this is a great point. Number six, you are never wrong. Ooh, y'all. I think the funny thing about this is no one can stand someone who thinks they're never wrong, but no one thinks they're the person that's never wrong. <laughs> like I heard Ty Trebit say one time, if everybody's ooh and on, who we talking about? <laughs> it's true. If everybody's saying, yeah, I can't stand that person. Who's the person that says I, I, I'm that person? I need to work on it again. Self-actualization. So the article goes on to say, <clears throat> excuse me, no matter what happened, it wasn't your fault. Even if it was your fault, you convince yourself that it was not. Your last breakup was her fault. So the so was the breakup before that one and the previous one too. The problem was that, or excuse me, the problem with this is that you will never uh, right your wrongs or learn from your mistakes. You tend to repeat the same scenario over and over again with different people and places. You lie to yourself because you cannot accept that maybe it's you. Let's assume, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm inferring. Let me assume um that you are self-actualizing. Let me assure you, it is you. Okay, that's it. Learn from it, grow, and do better in the future. I butchered the last sentence, but you know what I mean. The gist of what they're saying is, um, err on the side of maybe there's something I need to correct about myself instead of always saying, oh, no, that's actually wrong. You know, again, that's ego. That's ego saying, 
um, you know what? I, I think everyone else is wrong. And I'm always right because I know everything because I've, I'm at this place where I'm mentally just elite. Like, no, sir. No, ma'am. You're never so mentally elite that someone can't tell you something again. Um, I think humility is knowing to when you're wrong. And I know that it's not easy. And also willing to acknowledge that we're wrong. Um, I have no problem. I like to believe acknowledging when I'm wrong. I have some friends or a friend, you know who you are, <laughs> who will say otherwise, but that's because I wasn't wrong in those instances. <laughs> I'm joking, I'm joking, I'm joking, kind of. But no, seriously. So yeah, being able to acknowledge when you're wrong, and it's a process for all of us. We all have those moments, myself included. Joke aside, I know I have those moments. We all do. But being able to say, you know what? You're right. Or for me, what I will say is, I don't see it that point or I don't see what you're saying in that moment but I'll take it in and I'll I'll digest it because I might not see it in the moment but it might be a week later while I go you know what I was wrong about that for me my heart's desire at the core is to always try to do the right thing and I don't think anybody wants to just be sitting in error so I ask God I'm very serious about that thing God show me where I'm wrong and when he does I'll be like oh you right you got that so being uh unafraid to say you know what I messed that up my bad I dropped the ball and for the people who are on the receiving end of the year wrong Please uh, give grace to those people who are saying that you're wrong. Like, that's not the time where you rub their nose in it. That's not the time where you say, oh, well, look at that. Like, that's not the time for a long, you know, monologue about blah, 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 blah. It's just the time to let them live in that space. And if you have to come back later and process through it, that's fine. But give people room to acknowledge their faults without uh, being condemning. So for those who are just now like skipping forward, you done missed the whole thing. Skip back. For those who have not, let's recap one more time just for you know, nice, pretty bow sake, shall we? So we're talking about, again, seven signs you're lying to yourself and don't know it. Number one, you uh, your emotions don't match your words. Number two, your behavior doesn't align with your proclamations. Number three, you make extreme statements. Number four, you feel inauthentic. Number five, you are not open f- uh, to input from others. Number six, you're never wrong. And last but not least, Number seven, you find yourself in over your head. The article goes on to state, you go after things you're not equipped to handle because you're over-exaggerated your abilities or you've over-exaggerated your abilities. You find yourself in situations where you can't deliver what you said you would deliver. You tell yourself you can do anything. You're not being honest about your skill set, personality, or knowledge. And then the article goes on to say, be honest about what you can and cannot do. Say that one more time. Be honest about what you can and cannot do. Now, I know for all my Bible faith uh, believers, you, you all, but Nikki, I can do all things through Christ that strengthen you. Here's the key to that phrase through Christ that strengthen. Through Christ. In other words, you got to go through Christ and what is in Christ, his will, his plan, his purpose for your life. If his plan and his purpose for your life is not to be an NFL player, you can do all things through Christ, but that's not through Christ for your life. Come on, church. So I'm saying you can do all things through Christ. This is very true. According to the plan and purpose that he has for your life. Let's flesh out the details. So um, again, be honest about what you can and cannot do. Uh, What you can't do today may be achievable in the future. If you educate yourself, the key first is to acknowledge that you don't know what you don't know. Again, the key first is to acknowledge uh, that you don't know what you don't know. Highly, highly important because I think a lot of times, especially in the social media age, Social media got people thinking they can do everything, anything, everything under the sun. And here's the thing. Again, if that's your calling, your purpose, absolutely. 
But a lot of this stuff that we think is for ours, for the taking, is really never what God designed for us. So again, that boils down to owning your identity, being someone who knows how to self-actualize and really leaning into what God says. Because this is what I've learned about God identity. When God tells you who you are, baby, can't nobody, listen, not nobody, <laughs> nobody shake it. Not Nan. You don't know Nan. Nobody can shake it. So... Okay, I'm tired. I think I, I need to call it a wrap because I'm getting silly. So anyway, yeah, no one can shake it. So because no one can shake it, like, lean, listen, I can't be a lot of people, but I can be the best Nikki Washington ever, and I'm good at it. So be who you are and be the best in that. And in doing that uh, and leaning into the voice of God, there comes identity. There comes purpose. There comes uh, self-awareness. There comes growth, self-actualization, a better you, people getting a better you. You presenting a better you to the world, to your spouse, to your job. I think all these things unfold as you begin to fully walk in who God has called you to be. So I hope this helped you. Thanks, Life Hack, for giving us that little life hack. Surely do appreciate it. Thank y'all for rocking me for season five of Let Me Find Out. We did it, guys. We did it. <laughs> Thank y'all so much. And I will see you guys. Yes, see you because we'll be doing videos and all the bells and whistles again now that I'm stationary. Um, I'll still be traveling next year, but just won't be as, as much as I have the last couple of years. So I'll get to sit in the saddle, do the bells and whistles, get the YouTube uh, pumping, you know, all the things. So thank you for being a part. Hey, listen, before I let you go, I need a favor. If you could do me a solid and DM me some things you would like to see on season six. I would greatly appreciate it. We're going to be doing interviews. We started off here and there, but we're kicking back up our interview uh, segment and a couple of other things. But I want to know what would help you. What do you feel like would help you grow, stretch? What do you want to be entertained by? If you just want to do like a fun, lighthearted show, I'm with all of it. Just let me know. Holla at your girl. And we'll be glad to uh, review your entry for consideration. <laughs> so, yeah, that's all I got. And as always, thank you again. Love to y'all all. I will see you in 20 and 23. And you are listening to Let Me Find Out.